3: As you quickly collect yourselves, you
1: notice all of your members appear to be okay, except for Grancis. Off in the distance, you see cresting that hill is a soul humanoid in armor-shaped as a dragon.
3: Let them go and leave with your lives, or me and my friend will destroy you all. I only see one of you, shouldn't be
1: too much of a problem, do your worst! The black dragon circling above lets loose its breath weapon behind you, blocking your exit.
3: Over the hill comes a plate-armored blue dragon.
1: See Francis raises up off the deck and lets forth many lightning bolts shoot forward into each of the creatures still left standing. And all of those creatures drop to the ground dead. And you see Grancis's essence scatter.
0: I'll always be with you.
2: Always. Thea finds herself a little bit um, more upset about Grancis than she, than she thought she would be, but... Um, excuse me. Metal-clad sir, what is your name?
3: My name is Sir Largart Willowden.
1: The rousing banter continues for quite some time. (laughs) (laughs) And you all decide to go your separate ways. And you all set off along the trail saying your sweet goodbyes to your savior in the dragon scale armor and head off towards the Misty Forest back on foot as you were many moons ago. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We are a fifth edition actual play podcast, and I am your dungeon master, Russ Moore. And with me today is Amy Moore.
2: Yeah.
3: I love this energy. That,
2: that was me being really enthusiastically excited.
3: I love it. Right? Did you watch Wrestling too on the weekend?
2: I didn't, but I channeled my inner, um, I, I don't know, <laughs> sweaty grapple little Any you wrestler ready?
1: name. I also hear Tom Laird over there.
2: Yeah.
1: And Carla Johnson.
2: <laughs> Do it, Carla. <gasps>
4: oh, you guys are the best. I was having a bad night and you just you guys make me so happy. Seriously. I mean, yeah, let's do this.
2: That's what I meant.
3: There it is. All right, brothers, let's get into this. <laughs> I'll tell you what, brother.
2: Can you smell what Paisley just did under this desk?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, smelled like she stepped into a Slim Jim.
2: Oh, yeah. What? I don't know that reference.
1: R- Randy Savage, Slim Jim.
3: Oh, yeah, Macho Man was like the... The Slim Jim spokesman for a long time.
2: Step into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Oh gosh. There's so many hand movements. Well, that's because he's, he's all about happening. the hands. I was doing the hand movements, too. <sighs>
1: I felt it. It was good. I
4: wish we were video Skyping.
2: Me, too.
1: This comes out February 14th. So happy birthday, Carla.
4: Oh, hey, yay. Happy birthday, Carla. Happy birthday. It's happy
1: your
3: birthday. birthday. Carla. Your happy podcast birthday. FYI, guys. I got Carla the best birthday present.
2: You did.
3: Yep. Okay, Carla, take your headphones off. What'd you get her? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell you right now. No, I'm not going to. It's gonna be a surprise.
1: Is it uh, a slim Jim?
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Carla, <laughs> <laughs> <Kyle>, I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and we've ruined her birthday. Uh, I
2: love it.
1: Run Patreon. Check us out over there if you uh, like what we do and want to. Find another way to support us. We would greatly appreciate it. Although you will get the super sweet bonus episodes if you're a patron. There are super sweet bonus episodes, which always get better and then decline a little bit and then get better.
2: <laughs> That's how you appreciate the really good ones.
1: Um, but patreon.com slash dumb cast. And you can check out all the rewards and tiers over there, which I have been tweaking a little bit. So there's some sweet stuff to get your hands on for being part of our community over there. And thank you to all of our patrons and listeners.
2: We love you. Thanks, we everyone. We do
4: love you. I feel like I just said to Russ the other day, like, I think the people that listen to our podcast are, like, probably the best people. Mm,
2: mm-hmm. Seems it's like true. it. Like, like, we would be friends with them. Like, IRL. Exactly real cool, and super nice. Well,
3: after we determined that it wasn't just Russ in fake mustaches.
4: Well, I'm 99% yeah, they have to be real people. sure that that's true. I was
1: accused of that. No, fuck it, let's play D&D. <laughs> Woo! You've headed off from the burning city of Daggerford with its screaming people in the building, um, and left the airship, crashed at the side of the city, and left your new friend flying off in the The other direction um, and headed off towards the Misty Forest. But you've been wandering for about a day on the way to the Misty Forest and you find yourself at the edge of the Misty Forest about nightfall. Uh, Thaddeus is with you and he suggests that uh, maybe we should uh, camp here for the night before we head in there and uh, just kind of get our wits about us.
4: I thought that he was taking the grungs back.
1: Yeah, he's there now. So let's wow, talk about that. that.
4: Quick. Let's yep. talk about that. Uh,
1: Thaddeus said Thaddeus said he was gonna go take the grungs back, but decided to kind of hang out and maybe he didn't t- he didn't give you an exact reason why. Okay,
2: Thaddeus, we're really really happy to have you along, um, but I have to ask, where are the grungs?
1: Uh, the the grungs are here with there. us,
4: like in your pocket, or because there's a lot yeah. of them, like he, a
2: satchel, like what do you?
1: As you guys are asking him about various uh, handbag attire, he uh, (laughs) pulls off his his backpack and pulls out a long steel cylinder. And on it, in uh, very Grancis-like writing, it says, Grungs, (laughs) good for six months.
2: Oh Oh my God, he freeze-dried them.
1: Um, And he opens it up and you look inside and there's their entire civilization. It looks like he... um, he shrunk them a little bit smaller, even, and made it so they could self-sustain for apparently six months. So I thought, being that you guys are going into a bit of a what could be a hairy situation, maybe I would tag along. And he screws the top back on the lid
3: and puts it back in his bag. Sounds like a pretty good plan.
2: We'd we'd love to have you with us. Can anyone else imagine the grungs to be like? This <laughs> and then he covers it back up and they're like, ah.
1: Uh, well, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, and he goes about help setting up the fire and, and tents and bedrolls and everything. So what are you guys doing?
4: Uh, I'll probably go look for food. I guess we probably took some good supplies from our crash ship. But, um, you know, we're in the woods and that's like, I'm I'm in my element. So sure. I'm going to go, I don't know, like not far from camp, but see if I can like rustle up a rabbit or something for us to eat over our
2: fire.
3: Do we need firewood? Because I've got a perfectly good axe for chopping.
1: You can certainly chop some firewood. Thea, what are you doing?
2: Thea pops a squat next to the uh, old fire there and
1: Mm -hmm.
2: pulls out a joint and (laughs) lights her up. (laughs) And
1: does as Thea do.
2: Does as Thea do, and she looks over to Thaddeus and she gestures like, Hmm? Uh,
1: And he says, No, no thanks. Uh, I'm good.
2: But you could be better.
1: (laughs) First taste is free. All in the eye of the beholder, I guess. (laughs) I'm okay for right now, thank you. New Lara, you go off into the woods and it's getting uh, dark, but you go a little ways off the path. Make an investigation.
4: Eighteen.
1: It doesn't take you long before you go into the woods and you hear what sounds like a boar oh. not too far off the path as you are well versed in the forest you very stealthily sneak through the trees and come up behind about uh, 20 yards out from a a full grown boar
4: those are very dangerous I mean at least in, in the real world big. I don't know about in the D&D world tell me is it really dangerous am I scared
1: uh no no you know it's um I'm new it's Lara, got two big tusks so you know exactly what's going on with this with this boar and how best to take it down if you so desired
4: uh, I, I I probably don't like we don't have any way to preserve food like it would be wasteful to kill an animal that large when we couldn't eat it all before it would go bad I don't think I would want to uh I'm looking for some. I'm looking sure. for a one meal's worth of food.
1: Yeah,
4: <laughs> like a bird or a rabbit or something.
1: Sure. You back off of the boar and quietly move away from it. Uh, make another. Just roll a d20. for me.
4: I will. I rolled a two, so I <laughs> you think find it's a tiger. probably going to decide to kill me now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the boar follows you and recognizes you from its dark past. And
2: <laughs> you killed its mother.
4: I didn't add anything Uh, to that, too, but I'm sure it doesn't matter. No, that's
1: fine. That's fine. So you, (laughs) uh, yeah, you come across uh, on your, uh, as you're walking through, I'll give you a couple things that you see and you can determine what you would stop and uh, try to take down. Um, You see um, a a deer. Um, There are a couple owls up in the trees. And you also see a few
4: rabbits running
1: around.
2: Okay,
4: definitely a rabbit. Deer, too big. Owls, say, that seems me. fucked up for some reason. Like You, you don't come know, back with
2: a... an owl, guacamole will probably eat you. <laughs>
4: guacamole will not give me a ride next time. Also, they all just came from their university graduation ceremony, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have their caps little... <laughs> on. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so, rabbit it is. How about a rabbit?
1: Sure, just make a, How? what are you using to take it down?
4: Oh, is that did you mean uh, skill or item?
1: Either or. Are you using your hands or are you using a a, a weapon of oh some sort Oh my god,
2: I'd love to watch someone try to catch a rabbit with their hands. Well
1: it's so. gonna be a couple more checks if that happens, but
2: I guess
4: I have a light crossbow, so sure. Let's give that a let's give that a shot. I'm not gonna flame sort it. <laughs>
2: so. <laughs> and it's
4: cooked yeah, now. Guys, too. it's pre cooked. <laughs>
2: yeah,
4: yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's convenience so, food. Uh <laughs> So, I just rolled a nat 20 on rabbit hunting.
2: <laughs> of course you did. Oh, no. Tell me how
1: you, you skillfully murder this, this rabbit.
4: I take one shot, and it hits it in exactly the right place to kill it instantly so it feels no pain. Then I go collect it, say a brief prayer of thanks to the rabbit for giving its life so we could eat, and then I collect it and take it back to camp. Nulara's got mad respect for nature
1: Flint, you, you're going to chop down some, some wood? Yes, sir Alright, well there's lots of trees So are you going for a big tree, a little tree? What kind of tree are you going for
3: here? Uh, I'm going to go for a medium plus size of tree <laughs> Alright, alright uh, give, me, give me a strength check to see how quickly you take
1: down this piece of That is a 21
4: Best rolls we've ever had <laughs> We're fucking catching dinner and chopping down firewood
1: it takes you a couple swings but yeah you fell this tree um, and uh, chop up what you need there and bring it back to the fire where Thea and Thaddeus are uh, just sitting waiting he hops up and he says oh good the uh, firewood I'll get started on the fire so Thaddeus goes and starts up Are we up all the back here now? Fire. Yeah. Every, oh. Yeah. Everybody's back.
2: <laughs> I look at New Lar and I go, only one rabbit? I have some munchies. <laughs> uh, you'll be
4: fine. We have lots of other supplies from the airship. Fair enough. Fair enough. I pass her a
2: bag of cheesies.
1: <laughs> That's what rations means. I
2: get <laughs> che- you. Cheesy.
1: Cheesy poofs.
2: Yeah, I look at them and go, "I wish they were Cheetos."
1: So yeah, Thaddeus goes and he starts the fire, and everything gets cooking there. And so, wait, Thaddeus started the fire? I don't know. He's well, he hopped up because he was tired of sitting in awkward silence with Thea and came over and grabbed some wood from you.
2: Well, we didn't start the fire.
3: But was it always burning since the world was turning? <laughs> 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 Thank you, Amy. Thank you for you're welcome. Along with me. I
2: totally caught on. Wait. Thaddeus starts I was like oh, we well, didn't start the
1: fire. Hmm. Uh. uh and he is uh, <laughs>
3: just moving along.
1: Everybody's sitting around and Thaddeus pipes up and he says uh, so um how long have you guys been around with Grancis?
2: It seems like forever. You know, Grancis is one of those guys that just it doesn't matter how long you're with him it just seems like eternity. <laughs> and then it's, God rest his soul. And then
1: it's gone all too fast, isn't it? Yeah. No.
2: A little bit. See, it gets a little nostalgic, just like. Remember that time he served us mashed potatoes and we all shrunk? Oh, well, I do, do remember I. that.
4: Boy, do I. What a fun adventure that was.
1: Yeah, he uh he had a a knack for messing up spells, didn't he?
2: Well, sure saved our ass
4: at the end. That he did. And the airship came in really handy a lot of times. He was a good guy. We weren't we weren't with him too long and even in the time we knew him, we didn't spend a lot of time with him. He kind of just picked us up and shuttled us around and That's that's mostly it except for that whole mashed potato uh wrong thing
1: well uh i i spent some more time with grancis we had a bit of a falling out um but uh yeah we we traveled a lot back well when i was more more your ages of sorts um we had a we had a, a team of adventurers you could say who went on missions not unlike yourself not quite to the scale that you guys are doing here with the world saving, but I remember a time we were in the thick of thick of a a, a large battle with some goblins. We were supposed to go stop this tribe of goblins from wrecking this little civilization, this little settlement that uh, was having problems with them. It was supposed to be an easy in-force-em-out job, that sort of thing, but uh, their colony was much bigger than what we had uh, we had been let on. And we found ourselves with our backs against the wall. And then, out of nowhere, Grancis remembers that he can polymorph things. And he polymorphed our fighter. Oh, what was his name? Uh, Romaine Broadsword. Polymorphed him into a T-Rex. Just right there. Should have seen the look on those goblins' faces.
2: So Awesome. A, a t-rex you say yeah um I've, I have a little question yeah now we we know that Grances could do some awesome stuff of course um and he always had the best intentions mm-hmm did did uh mr broadsword ever make it back to his original form
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, there's was no question.
2: Sweet, because we met some dinosaurs before. The, uh,
4: we we met a cool T-Rex, and I thought it's a pretty small world. It'd be be pretty crazy if that T-Rex I made friends with was actually uh, Grancis' old old friend that he didn't morph back.
1: No. Uh. Yeah. I mean, he morphed back pretty soon after that. I mean, what, you know, what happened between. Polymorphings later, I mean I suppose anything is possible, but uh but no, no, Romaine he he turned back just as you do after a polymorph spell and he he yeah, he told that story a lot.
4: And was it just the three of you or was there other adventurers in your group?
1: Uh no, we had a uh we had a team of eight uh, of us. That's a lot.
2: That's a lot Yeah. Uh
1: you know, the strength in numbers, as they say. Uh, but yeah, we had uh, we had a well-versed crew who went out a lot of the time. And
4: you guys ever fight a dragon?
1: <laughs> yeah, we we fought a dragon before. We I don't did you know. win? Uh, well, we we got away.
2: Hey, yeah, that's something. Um, not dying, so win in my column.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I hear you guys have been going up against some dragons. Well, obviously okay, we have, yeah. because that was yesterday, but...
2: Well, yeah. Aside from
1: but that. But others.
4: Others as well. Thought you might have some hot tips, some hot dragon-killing tips, but... <laughs> guess not. Guess uh,
1: not. Don't, don't use your uh, things that require saving throws. Uh, or just use lesser <laughs> things with saving throws and save your big stuff to the end.
2: That's a good way to... Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> What's a saving throw, I mean? Mm-mm. I don't know. Just had a weird... <laughs>
2: Flash
3: of things. Some divine inspiration.
2: <laughs> Thea says, "Oh God, sorry," and fixes her top. So <laughs> <laughs> hasn't been a boob or a dick joke yet.
4: Yeah, it's true, and we're really far in, so it was good. He needed to. He needed to get it. Uh, Thaddeus, how long? How long you think you're gonna stay with us? Uh, Do you have a plan, or are you just gonna see how it goes?
1: No plan. I. Uh, I, I mean, I came with you guys to help Grances with the grungs, but. Um... Seems that, you know, our path has taken us, brought us together for what what's to come in this Dragon, Cult of the Dragon battle that we have going on here. So I'll stick with you until it seems that I should go somewhere else.
2: What, uh... Or
4: you have enough with me.
2: <laughs> hey, if we you could keep Grant's around for as long as we did... I think you're all right.
4: Speaking of Grancis, and you don't have to tell me if you don't want to because I'm just being Snoopy, but uh, why'd you guys have a falling out?
0: The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey.
1: We were we were on another we were on another job. This was I don't know, 30, 30 years ago or so. And we it wasn't it wasn't looking good for us. And Grancis in his in his all in his haste uh, miscast a spell, a lightning bolt spell. And it instead targeted our team, as well as uh, as well as the the foes we were fighting. It was a group of orcs and bugbears, um, and they they I was the only one that survived. Um, and after that, I just couldn't trust him anymore.
4: Well. Jeez. reasonable that that seems well first of all terrible i'm sorry but i that th- that that is certainly a thing to to uh end a friendship over but then you decided to help him with the grungs anyway i guess it had been a long time but
1: it had been a long time and I'm a man of faith. I've been holding back a lot of resentment towards him, and I didn't want that to hold me back and to hold him back, because I felt having that possible connection could have propelled him back into what he could be. So I took a chance. He begins to get a little choked up, and um, he says... um, well, I uh, it's getting late. I'll uh, I'll pack it in here. You just wake me up when it's my turn for watch. And he no. goes uh, to his to his little uh, tent and uh, and lies down in the bedroll he has laid out there.
4: What do you guys do? Um, probably the same. Or else we just decide on watches and go to go to sleep. Want to see you guys got any marshmallows? You wanna make some s'mores or?
2: Thea wishes she had marshmallows. Um, I'll, take I'll take first, first watch. watch. Ah, you <gasps> uh, No, you did not. If I fall asleep now, man, I'm not getting up.
3: Oh, well, that's true. You, you're all high and shit still. So. <laughs> all right, I'll take second watch then. All
2: right.
3: As you guys are determining
1: watches, um, some smoke comes off of the the fire and it kind of hovers there for a minute. And you hear an eerie.
2: I say, uh, did anyone else hear that? I look at my joint. I'm like, you guys, guys, you guys hear that? Like,
4: how strong is that stuff? Thea? Because I feel like it's affecting
2: me. I, I don't think it's this, G- Grancis? Oh,
1: oh! You can't hear me. Y- yeah. And yeah.
3: What's up, G-man?
1: The smoke swirls into not a material form, but more of a ghostly apparition of Grancis. He says, "Oh, I've been kind of hanging out, following you guys for a little while. Um, must have be on magic." ghosts and wind and stuff. Maybe that, that just, just stopped it. Anyways, um... Uh, th- thank you for saying all those nice things about me. You know, the, the mashed potatoes? They were really good. <laughs> you didn't mention the pancakes. I thought oh, that would have come pancakes, up. those
3: pancakes, man. They they were legendary. Um, I was
2: thinking about them.
1: But, uh, yeah. No, it appears... Uh, you know how ghosts sometimes get locked to things? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they can't leave?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I... Th- Pretty sure I'm locked to the grungs.
4: Do you want us to tell Thaddeus and get him to uh, return them right away? You think uh, you gotta get them I mean, back home, or?
1: Um, don't don't tell don't tell Thaddeus that, 'cause he'll he'll just wanna, you know, they're good for six months. I I packed them full of seeds and stuff down there, and they should be fine. Um, I think he, he I think he really needs to be with you guys. Um, I'll just kind of hang out
2: everything what is the afterlife
1: like Uh right now it's it's uh there's not there was a bright light and then uh then it's hard to keep myself together
2: did you go toward the bright light y-
1: yeah and then it's it's just there like I still see it and he points over your shoulder
2: let me try going towards it
1: yeah and I keep getting drawn. Like, it's like I'm. It's like I'm, walking, and he's moving his arms, but he has no legs. They're kind of this willy willy wisp. But I'm not going anywhere.
2: Hmm. Huh. Do you see other ghosts? He has. He has a lot of questions. He's I know. Me too.
4: I. This is. This is amazing. We're building the whole afterlife right now. Russ is creating a world
2: of fantasy. Are we? Are we surrounded by spirits we just can't see?
1: I mean, there's there's some spirits everywhere. I mean, you should have known that. You're tapped into the ooh, nature of the. Everywhere.
4: Can you... How are your senses? Do they still function um, the same way, or...
1: You know, I... No. No, I can see everything. I can hear... Sometimes... Sometimes things get a little muddied... With the hearing. It's like there's a barrier between... Where the ghosts kind of hang out... And the spirits kind of hang out... And sometimes you can kind of sneak through... And pop through... Like I'm doing right now. But, um... You know, I, I... can't really hold anything to taste it. I haven't figured that part out yet. Gotta got to find someone to talk to back here.
2: Hmm. Do, do you have friends?
1: Uh, I mean, I've been dead for less than 24 hours, so it's tough to make friends right away.
2: Yeah, it would be for you. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: Thea, Thea says it's like really sincerely. That was like, out
3: of game laughter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'll totally. That, that
4: was out of game laughter. That was that was <laughs> Carla laughing at Amy being hilarious, <laughs> not uh, New Laura laughing at Thea.
2: Well, no, Thea's being like really earnest. Like, yeah, yeah no, you're totally. a handful, man. Like, yeah, yeah, you're gonna need more than twenty-four yeah. hours, there, buddy.
1: Yeah. No. Um. I. I get it. Um. And. Um. You know. Hopefully. Sometime. If all goes to plan, I'll be able to be able to reach that light at the end there, and maybe I'll see some see some friends. Um, so you haven't and,
4: haven't got any like great knowledge that you could share with us that uh, that you didn't have
2: before you passed. You know? <gasps> yeah. Can you read our minds? Thea starts thinking real hard about stuff.
1: Big bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No I guess. Now is it like a God. tote bag
3: is it like a plastic <laughs> shopping bag like what are we going with here <laughs> Oh
1: no no I'm getting a, I'm getting a visual of you and a dragon thinking of a big bag of dicks Oh I must be able to see the future or, or past or something Hmm, that's weird Um no I don't have any great ideas for you right now but I feel like that I've become this plot device that if something needs to be said it can be said
2: Self righteous of you.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, you know, I'm Francis. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, if I find anything out, I'll gladly let you know.
4: Okay.
1: You know, come up with some questions. I'll see if I can figure them
4: out. Uh we were just gonna like go to sleep now, is there oh, anything yeah, we can like yeah. do do for you or
1: No. No, I just, just want to touch watch base.
4: Sleep, or?
1: I'm gonna go see what's going on behind the muffly part of the where this where the rest of the spirits are see what's going on there. Um, I'll just, you know, if you think you need me, just don't tell, just don't tell Thaddeus that I'm here, because he'll, he'll try, he's a, he doesn't like spirits hanging in limbo, he likes to move things along, just, you know, do your business, okay?
4: Is there any way we can contact you, or do we just have to wait till you pop back into our fire smoke?
1: Oh, I think you just gotta wait until I pop back, in, and he pops away.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, well. You guys. Hey. well, wow, that's a thing, hey? Just when you think. He's gone for good.
1: Yeah, it's again just night and you guys are
2: the Thea stays up. I'm leaning against a log. I've put away my joint because I am sure. on watch. Sure.
1: Yeah. yeah, no. It, yeah.
2: I take it seriously.
1: Everybody goes through the night and watches totally fine. Cool. Um, you get up with the sun the next day and... Thaddeus is the last one to take the last little bit of watch. And uh, everybody's packing up and uh, getting ready to move on from the camp.
4: Perfect. And head into that misty forest.
3: Well, I was hoping we'd be moving on up to that deluxe apartment in the sky.
2: Well, eventually. That's where Grancis should be heading, but apparently not. (laughs)
1: Thaddeus (laughs) says, Grancis, what?
2: You know when people leave you, but you just don't feel like they've left... Grants is yeah. that kind of presence, you know.
1: Yeah, yep, I know that.
2: Also, I saved a couple pancakes that he made. And they're in my pack, so it's like he's always with me.
3: How? Old? How, how old are those pancakes?
2: <laughs> Hard to say. And Thea kind of trudges off to the forest. He
3: put that same stuff on it that he put on the grung, so it was good for six months. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that I guess that makes sense. All right.
1: Uh, so you guys start trekking into the Misty Forest. Uh, so you know there are different elven settlements within the Misty Forest.
2: Do I know any of those elven settlements? Do I have family anywhere?
1: I don't know. Here? Where is your family from, Thea?
2: Oh, no. Don't look at no. your character
1: sheet because you guys never came up with family backstory. I wasn't looking
2: Carla for it. Carla came my...
1: up with the fact that she has six brothers but nothing about anybody's parents don't or even lineage. I remember
4: that. I can't I
2: can't yeah. I can't uh remember. I can't be I responsible like anything saying game.
1: So, everybody's homework for next week, pick a point on the map where your species comes from and th- come up with where you where you come from.
2: Okay, good cuz I can't do that right now. No, Today's I've, not the day.
3: No,
1: I said before next
2: I know.
3: Homework. Yeah, and you're going to need to text us that cuz I will forget as soon as we stop recording. Oh,
1: motherfucker. Yep, got it. I'm going to go put it in my calendar. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you guys uh, start heading into, uh, along a path of sorts. And it comes to a clearing um, that has a large boulder in the center of it and splits into two paths. One more towards the north and one more towards the south.
4: Anybody got a preference here?
3: How south sound everyone?
4: Good. Sounds good good decisiveness flint i like it
2: i think i think we just we should just walk until we reach a settlement we should i'm sure the elven villages talk to one another if things are going down with um narenvain they're all bound to know about it and give us some sort of information mm-hmm.
3: seems plausible yeah i
2: agree we got to
4: find some people and find out what's going on here
1: uh, so yeah you guys turn south and you carry on uh, for a little ways, and you uh, you travel for a few hours, and you come to um, what looks like a small settlement. It's very quiet, though. There are no, doesn't look like there's any people or anything in there.
2: Thea calls out, "Hello, is anyone here?"
4: There's no answer. And what do we see? Just like a few like huts, or
1: Yep, there's um, yeah, there's a few wooden um, wooden. Huts of sort. Uh, everybody make a... Uh, I assume you're looking around and stuff. So make an investigation mm-hmm.
2: check. A nat 20. No, Aww. why are we rolling so well for shitty thing? Oh.
4: Well, I got a three, so I just am yeah, like, staring at
2: the sky. Okay, I see stuff. You guys are picking your noses.
1: Nulara and Flint are a little more in the lead, and they're kind of looking around at the huts, kind of peering in. And it looks like there's been... A scuffle in there of sorts. But then Thea and Thaddeus come up behind them and just, you know, grab their head and point it up. (laughs) Um, And you look up and everybody sees uh, a second level to this settlement, which is a treetop settlement. And you see, like, pulley systems that look like they lead down but again there's nobody that you can see walking along any of the gangplanks there's nobody in through any of the windows that you can see or the openings that you can see it looks like this um uh, this settlement is uh, has been abandoned of sorts
2: um I call up hello my name is Thea Anastasia is is anybody up there we've come to help
1: You call a couple times, and you hear a... Everybody's looking around up. And you hear a growl come from behind you.
2: I spin around.
1: You are about 15 feet from a large, snarling winter wolf. Doesn't look like it's making a move to attack you. (laughs) <laughs> but it doesn't yeah. look like it's friendly at the moment.
4: Can I? Can I do an animal handling roll? Do it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I don't even
4: know what that means, but I never get to roll for it. I'm pretty girl. good at it. <laughs> oh god! I threw it. I got to try again. You were so excited. I was. I was so excited because I always try and do this to something that's clearly attacking us, and it does not work. Of course,
2: uh, that <laughs> it's like is... on top of you. You're like animal yeah, we'll handling. <laughs> <Exactly>. uh, <laughs> exactly.
4: You can you can do it
1: with advantage if you if you want there.
4: That's okay. I had a good roll. I have a plus six, so it's I'm pretty oh, okay. good at it anyway. So I had a seventeen. I'm like, hey puppy, shh, shh, shh. hey you know you know general dog chit chat like you do.
1: Sure. Yeah. So yeah. You, you step between Thea and the winter wolf and you're trying to calm it down and it seems to soften in its face um, and kind of give you the con- little bit of a confused look, but it stops snarling at you. Like
2: the dog head tilt. Yeah. Like the, I lean, I lean over, <laughs> I lean over Nulari's shoulder and I whisper in her ear, if you talk to me like that when I'm a dog, I'll bite you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey. Good idea. If you turn into a dog, can you talk to that dog?
2: We can talk to that dog. Hello, are you a person in there? I say it in Elvis.
1: The winter wolf doesn't say anything, and you hear from behind it come through the trees a bellowing, gruff voice that you've heard before calling, Oscar! Oscar, come back! And Delane Winterhound comes out and says, There you guys are!
4: Hey, Delane! Delane. What's up? How are you? Our airship crashed. It was kind of bad. I'm glad we ran into you.
1: Well, hello. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. Thank you for joining us for episode 32 of Dungeons & Dragons, titled Fireside Reflection. It was a nice episode that I feel gave Tom, Carla, and Amy a chance to practice some NPC chat and continue treating NPCs as real people who have their own story to tell. Quick thing before we get into this business, go check out a new podcast called Tales from the Five Nations. It's an actual play podcast in the Eberron setting using the Savage World system, and it is super fun and very well done. It's put together by David Ginsburg, who is the creator of Tales from the Fandom and longtime friend of the podcast. I'm going to link it in the description below. Go check them out and show them some love. I think you're really going to enjoy it. We just announced that we will be starting a monthly live stream hangout in March for explorer and adventurer level patrons. Big things are happening over there and we want you to join us. If you're new to the Dumb Dragon community, just in general, or if you've never done so before, something that really also helps every podcast is dropping a five star rating in review for the podcasts you love on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Podknife is another place you can do that. All of our social media links can be found at DumbDragons.com. And, oh, we just started a new Dungeons & Dragons group on Facebook. Not a page, we have a page still, but as well a group. Link is in the description, where we have a small but growing community of people who love to talk about the show and D&D in general. So come on over, share your stories, share your ideas, and check us out there. The next episode will be out February 28th when we will be joined for a super fun episode by Michael and Kyle from American Gods cast. Let's see what's happening back at Fireside, though. Oh, and don't forget to send Carla some birthday wishes. She won't tell you, but she really does love them. Have a great couple weeks. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, it seems uh, seems like nothing really good has been going on anywhere. My reports, clearly have been right, and King Melandrich is full of shit. Um,
2: That's why his eyes are brown.
1: You noticed that, did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty clear. So you've met Laska. Laska says, hey, what's up?
4: What's <laughs> up, Laska?
1: I was just gonna try and bite your face off, but uh, you gave me the whole good puppy thing, and uh, it felt kind of nice. Felt kind of nice, so I just... Felt you didn't uh, didn't want to do any harm.
4: Hey, appreciate it. Totally appreciate it. Hey, Delane, like, what what have you learned? We've only been here overnight.
1: Well, I've been through a couple settlements like this. This one looks like they may have got warning before attacks came. But the last one that I was at is a slaughter.
2: Were you coming from the south, right?
1: No, he's coming from the north.
2: Coming from the north, Waterdeep
1: okay. is from your current Sorry, location. Sorry, yeah, I'm having a trouble... From your current location, Waterdeep is north and west towards the coast. Okay. Um, so you're very close. Misty Forest is on the other side of the Serpent Hills from where you were um, when you were hunting for Varam. Mm-hmm. Just if you're trying to plot it out on a map, there.
2: This is the first settlement we've we've come across. The others are looking worse.
1: Uh, yeah, the the other one that I went to. Um, There were no survivors left. Everyone was killed by what looks like a dragon attack, or sword. Um, So, Mm -hmm. it leads me to believe that cult attacks are happening, and they have a dragon, which does not bode well.
2: We have actually seen that dragon. You have? Yes. Uh, Just just yesterday.
1: Which, Which dragon?
2: Big big black dragon. That, Yeah, that one.
1: Well, that's more disturbing, because uh, reports from my agents from the Emerald Enclave state that a green dragon has been seen in the area.
2: So there's more than one.
1: Well, yes. I mean, well, we're fighting obviously. the cult of the dragon, but...
2: <laughs> the cult of the dragon. <laughs> now there's two? They're going to need to rename.
1: That's fair. Um... They also report that there is a settlement in the Misty Forest that is still standing, um, and that may be the best place to start. That city is Altend. I can give you directions. I'm supposed to meet up with some other agents, and I can come meet you after I'm done with that. The latest reports have them holding their ground right now, so everybody who may have fleed from any of these other settlements might be there as well, and they may have reports that how, might help us.
2: How far away is that settlement?
1: It m- may take you a day a day to get there.
4: Okay. I guess. Point us in the right direction. We need uh, we need a destination, and that sounds like a good place to start figuring out what's going on and where Narenvane is and you know, heck if he's evil or not.
3: You know,
1: just run out of the millstone. Well, yeah, absolutely. And he gives you uh, he gives you directions. He says most of the way there is path, which it looks like you've been following one of the paths from the edge of the forest. Um, but you will have to cut through some area where there's where there's not. So are you guys okay going through the forest?
4: Well, this is my preferred terrain.
1: <laughs> Wonderful. Mine as well. My
4: preferred terrain. <laughs> or, or something <laughs> like that. Favored terrain. Yeah. There we go. Alright.
1: Well, as long as you guys think you can make it okay, um, he gives you directions and he says I will, I will meet up with you I should be only about half a day behind you once I get to where I need to be.
4: Sound, sounds good.
1: And he and uh, he calls for Lasca, and they uh, head off back into uh, the forest.
4: Uh, I guess we 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 head in that direction. I assume, yeah, yeah, friends. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: So you've been traveling for uh, most of the morning now, and you uh, you walk along the path, and you get to um, the point where he said it turns from path to just. Open brush, and you start heading in there, and you feel after walking a little while, you get the sense that something's been following you, Nulara and Nulara especially. Um, You see out of the corner of your eye flashes of different color, something small, not something large, um, and you hear almost faint laughter coming through the trees.
4: Uh, okay, I'm gonna do a. Sorry, I had to find the book to because uh, I actually wanted to see what favored terrain got me and sure. some good stuff. There you go. So I, I guess we'll do a perception check to see if I like have an idea of what is, I don't know, following us or what makes that sound or the light flashes or or whatever, just to see if I can figure out what that's all about. Sure. And. My proficiency bonus is doubled, because I'm amazing at this. I'm going to proceed <laughs> the shit out of this. 29? I got a 29.
1: Uh, do you alert anybody to what you're doing, or do you stop? What, do you, what are you doing when you do this?
4: Oh, um, yeah, I think so. Um, probably just kind of, like, slow down and do the classic SWAT team maneuver, like, hold up a hand, like, <laughs> wait. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, there's only four of us. It shouldn't be that hard to get their attention. Thea
2: gives you a big thumbs up.
4: Yeah, and I kind of just do what uh, that uh, winter wolf did and, like, cock my head and listen and try and figure out what's going on.
1: You hear, you listen for a little while, and it seems like everything is, the, the noise has stopped. And then you hear a snap of a twig off to your right. And you look, and there's, like, a rustling brush But you can't see an animal, and you can't quite figure out, at first, what would be making the sound.
4: Who goes there? I don't think I just wait and let something follow us. I need to know. Drive me crazy.
1: You hear kind of a giggling laughter. (laughs) Two giggling laughters coming from the brush, and it's moving around a little bit more.
4: Show yourselves.
1: The rustling stops. You see slowly coming up from behind this bush, small antlers, and then what looks like a human face, big smiling, two of them, and they look like almost bearded sprites with huge, for their size, antlers on top of their heads, and they say, hi! Hi! Music in today's episode was by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.Filmmusic.io.
4: Um, why did Google Hangouts change their name from GChat to Google Hangouts? You know how easy it is to say G-Chat? Real easy. You know how irritating it is to say Google Hangouts? It's a lot more syllables. Just say Goog Hangs. Just Goog
3: Hangs. You, gook gook hangs. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys let's... got some Googhangs.
1: Oh those sweet Googhangs so came with change them. your mind. And if you change your mind... I'm
2: the next in line.
1: Yes. yes I didn't
3: the know one. the lyrics or I would have jumped right in
4: there. <laughs> <laughs> could just... I'd have a
3: pretty good chuckle when Russ brought Grants is back. I'll be perfectly honest.
1: <laughs> Grant, one thing you should know is Grantis is my pride and joy. <laughs> he was supposed to be the greatest NPC of all time.
4: I think he is. He's certainly and... the one we've had the most um, feelings about.
1: Oh, That's yeah. true, yeah. Strong, the most strong feelings about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All those feelings.
2: I'm sorry, is anyone else picturing um, Thaddeus, like, Sam Elliott? Yeah, I could see that. Well, I am now. That is exactly, mm-hmm. like, when I, because he's an older gentleman, uh, a little rougher on the edges. <laughs> yeah, in my head, he's Sam Elliott. I like it.
3: Perfect. If yep. anyone knows Sam Elliott and he wants to guest star on our podcast, please make that happen.
2: Ooh. who are you talking to?
3: Anyone listening? Listeners? Oh, any- anyone? Yeah, okay, anyone. <laughs> like well, I mean, you're I like, well, you more know, than I am welcome to if you know Sam, Sam Elliott, but I was yeah. more so talking to our listeners.
1: I Going to say, I don't know if Sam Elliott tweets, so I probably don't have a like a tweet venue.
2: And you know, but I only have two more favors tweet? with him, so mm,
1: that is I don't that know. is the question. <laughs> I mean. That's all we really need is the mustache to come on. Wait, how many favors did you have originally? Four. What did you use the first two on?
2: (laughs) No kidding. Can't say.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
1: Hey, friends. The Sprouting is a podcast that I want to tell you about and you should go listen to. It's an eldritch horror of an actual play podcast set in an apocalyptic future where eldritch plants have taken over, magical bargains twist the fate of reality, and each survivor struggles to trust their own senses as they try to see their goals through to their ends. The show uses the rules from Call of Cthulhu to heighten the drama of the story and leave the fate of the story at the whims of the dice, and they've created a completely homebrew world, a a plant apocalypse, where the senses can't be trusted, and instead the characters must learn to trust one another. The show is completely scored by beautiful music from their in-house editor, which heightens each dramatic moment throughout the show. I've got a little promo for you here, but go check out The Sprouting. I've listened to it. You need to listen to it. And you should start with the prequel episode when you go over there. Search for The Sprouting anywhere you listen to podcasts.
0: With your long forgotten name, we call upon you. We call upon you. In the words of the
4: unspeakable language, we call upon you. We call upon you. By the spilt blood of the wicked, who walk upon this world, sprouting the words of false idols, we call upon you. We call, we call upon you. On the land of the dead harvest, that which brings the earth itself into your service, Yamal, we call, upon you. We call, we call upon, you. upon
0: you. we call upon you. We call we upon you. you. We call we up upon you. you. Ah! Yemel calls upon
3: The
4: Sprouting, a Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast by Blighthouse Studio. Find us on your podcatcher of choice.